Hi guys, welcome to another episode of On Ghetto Stories. It's your girl Agnes, but some of you guys know me as Agnesita. Stay tuned. Today's episode is just going to be me recapping on this year, how it's been for me. Like, I'm not going to go into details as I did during my Thanksgiving um, episodes. This would just be sort of giving you what main prevalent that um I feel like most of you guys will likely agree with me on. And also currently I'm recording this live in London in my studio. So I will obviously tell you guys what I'm doing in London, why I'm in London <laughs> and when I'm leaving or how basically how it's going. And towards the end, of course, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a tea. I'm going to, you know, give you an on-ghetto story of how my date went. Yep, you heard that right. I went on a date. (laughs) So stay tuned. (laughs) So without, you know, dragging words further along, I'm just going to let you guys in on what I really feel that this year as... um, done to me or has made me realize which is my mental health being tested like honestly like my brother sent me this um i think last night and i totally agree on this i feel like my mental health has been tested was tested sometimes it's even still being tested it's really been tested this year like no other like I've been through emotional roller coasters up and down with so much, you know, societal changes going up, going on or the upward, like basically with the whole manifestation going around, like it's been mentally draining you. And I don't know if, you know, like I'm an Aquarius. Yeah. But also hmm, when I really am in this emotional side, it really can be emotionally and mentally draining so my advice literally to everybody out there who's going through it is like you just gotta keep going through it but with the you know with the reminder in the back of your head that it's going to pass this too shall pass so go through it because then when you're on the other end hopefully alive and well you can look back and be like yes i'm i was strong i was you know, resilient, I did it, and look at me now, like, it will all be history, but in the present moment, it is tough, that's for sure, that is for sure, and it's easier said than done, like, you know, sometimes I go through a lot, and I'm just like, seriously, but then later on, when I'm really calmed and centered, I think, wow, okay, this is me going through it, and I'm already deep down in the hole, so, the only place to go further from here is up. Like there's no, you know, you're already down. So the only thing you can do is get up, pick yourself back up and, you know, climb out of that hole. So that's honestly how I see it. So yeah, what am I doing in London? Well, 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 <laughs> um, my girls, I have um, three beautiful, amazing, magical melanins <laughs> um one of them is an ex-activist but also a lecturer the other is 
an IT um, employee, but also uh, she's like a vlogger, uh, YouTube, and also an artist. And the last one, she's just so amazing, vibrant. She's um, also working in the healthcare um, sector industry. So uh, we all kind of wanted to end the year on a good note, you know, so we decided why not let's go to London because at that time when we had booked our tickets, the lockdown in London was um, lifted. So we were kind of, you know, I at first, I wasn't keen on going, but then I was like, okay, I mean, let's just end the year on a good bang note. So then I was in it. <laughs> so um, here we are in London. But it wasn't also very easy to get to London because actually <laughs> two days before we would uh, come or three days, um, they had the restrictions. Yeah, like we found out that, okay, they're going to have a lockdown like a day before we would arrive. So we were on the fence, we were debating, going back and forth. What should we do? Should we cancel our tickets? But canceling, not coming, is going to make us lose out on a lot of money, especially with our Airbnb, because we rented a big, huge house. And <laughs> the owner was just like, we can only give you 50% of the refund because we also need the money. Like, we're in hard times, which was a bit weird, considering this was at least out of our hands so we were kind of forced to just you know you know what let's go because not going is gonna make us lose much more than actually going there i was initially scared because honestly i did not want to be fined or like stuck in london because after london my plan was to go to sweden to you know see my family and spend christmas over there and my ticket has been booked so i was like if there is any further delay in me leaving London, then it ruins my plan and my ticket and everything would just go downhill. So I was on the fence, but then, you know, most of the girls were for it. So I was like, okay, I do not want to be the Debbie Downer. So let me just go with the flow. And honestly, I'm really, really happy I did because... At the airport, it wasn't as <laughs> intense as I thought it would have been. Honestly, I thought, you know, they would check my form. Like, you know, like they would do a lot of procedures or they will, you know, make ensure that I'm isolated. But, you know, it was very easy, actually. I think they just gave guidelines, but they're not really like putting um, so much effort to like reinforce these um guidelines so it was a bit okay actually I, I i liked it i'm glad i was i actually came to london because it's my second time coming to london and with london honestly i'm not <laughs> i'm not like too for it or like too against it i'm just like in the middle i'm neutral you know how people say you're either a, an American fan or a British fan. Like, I'm more of the U.S. I like the culture there. I like to keep up with the culture. I've been there. I love it. Like, I've been there a few times. But London, I've been once before now. And then, actually, it wasn't more so just for myself to come and tour and relax. I had had my friends from high school back in the day. And, you know, we were super close that when we all like dispersed and went to study in different countries, 
we kind of had this like, you know, unset pack that we would try to meet up and reunite and all of that. So, and I was like <laughs> the big person, the mummy, the one that could, you know, run around. I love traveling. So I decided to, you know, take it upon myself to go to London and like just tour around the cities or, I, or the state. I don't know, you know, Birmingham, Manchester, like this cities to see my friends, you know, which was really, really lovely. Like the people, my friends made it more memorable like memorable for me than London in itself. Like I came to London, I was like, mm, I wasn't impressed. You know, I was just like, uh, yeah, like I, it was just, it was just like that for me. But I know that a lot of people do really, really love London, but yeah, I don't hate it. And I don't love it at the same time. It's just there. But this second time, I don't know, I feel like it's okay. Like, at first, coming from the Heathrow Airport, like, it was so far, like, two hours plus. I was, I'm not car sick, but honestly, it was starting to feel like I was getting car sick because the traffic was huge, and I had arrived super, super earlier. So that was just that. And oh, by the way, at the airport, um, I experienced something which I actually shared on my IG story. Um, I came earlier because my flight was changed because initially I was supposed to arrive around um, 1 p.m. And then my other two girls coming from Stockholm would arrive, I think, around 1.30 or 2. So we sort of would arrive um, around the same time. And the third friend of ours obviously resides and lives. She lives in London. So um, that was the initial plan that we would all, in, you know, we'll all get in sync together with our arrival. But then um, they changed the flight um, time. So it was either I took the one really late at night or the one in the morning. So I was like, okay, let me just go with the one in the morning. Like I'm not, I'm really not a morning person, but... I decided, okay, let me just go with this because I do not want to come really late and then the old day is gone. So I came and that would have meant me waiting up to four hours because my arrival was around 9.30. I needed to wait to like 1.30, something like this. So I was like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do four hours? But I had my Netflix on, so I was, you know, just watching series and um then just getting to the entrance i sat there was a lady she came to me asking for a charger like for an android charger so unfortunately i have <laughs> i didn't have that as i had like an iphone so i asked her ask the other you know people sitting you know across from us ask them if they do but well, you know, this age is like Apple driven right now because everybody had iPhones. So she was so like in panic. And I asked her, okay, go ask, you know, the coffee shops, you know, the SIM card shops. Maybe they had, like, in my head, I was like, it was a no brainer. Like, they must have. But she came back saying they didn't have. In my head, I'm like, maybe they just chose not to give her. Like, I don't know because, you know, she had some flips on, you know, she was wearing like a summer outfit. So obviously she was coming from a warmer country. But um, when I asked her, so coincidentally, she was flying from Lagos 
and which is where I was born, in case y'all don't know. So she was coming all the way from Lagos, and she has been at the airport since 6 a.m. Guys, I was outside at the entrance around 9.30, and she started speaking to me around 10 a.m. So she had been at the airport since 6 a.m., guys. Like, that was four hours with no... <laughs> and I asked her, wait, how did you fly all the way here without... A charger like you need to be prepared like even me i know myself to you know always take um a power bank even but um she told me she actually had the charger but some one thing led to another she was late or she needed to um transfer to the next flight and it was such a short time that she actually forgot a charger in the airport i was like oh gosh so she couldn't contact the person that was supposedly, you know, was supposed to pick her up from the airport because actually the person was there, but the the, the person she knew sent another person to come pick her up. So I don't even know how that, that went, but they didn't, they, they just missed each other, you know, at the entrance place. So she didn't see the person and I'm guessing the person waited for her and couldn't find her and just left, you know, after like an hour. So she was stuck at the airport, like how to contact, you know, like telephone is the only way to contact anybody. But um, anywho, so, but honestly, what I would have done would have been just to ask somebody to actually call the person because then I I asked her, you know, later on, like, okay, do you have any... um social media where this guy is on and I can search on my social media and contact him on your behalf and then she was like actually I have his number written on an envelope I mean my first thought was like wow you wrote literally his number like no one writes numbers or contact numbers on diaries notebooks papers anymore like everything is literally on my phone so that was kind of like wow like it's actually paid off that she wrote this contact on the envelope because it was the only way it was the only way out so she was actually prepared for the worst in a different way that she didn't anticipate on so i was like okay so that's even better i don't need this facebook or any social media just give me his number and i'll call uh, uh, via whatsapp so that's how i called he picked up he was like we waited for you you know she was started crying like i've been here i haven't eaten this that you know, my phone died. Oh, it was just crazy. So the guy was like, okay, I'm going to come pick you up. Like, you know, I'm going to be on my way. So probably an hour from, you know, London to the airport and all that. So I told her she was super happy. Like she was elated. And I can imagine like, wow, <laughs> that's crazy. So I posted actually on my Instagram. A lot of people had, you know, um, stories like, yeah, they've experienced this. Like, you know, when you just talk, but nobody helps you. That's the worst part. And I had a friend too that told me she he had the same experience. And instead of the person to pick him up around 12, they ended up picking him up around 10 p.m. like he I mean imagine being stuck in the 
airport for like that long. That's just crazy. And it's even worse when you don't have your charger or there's no um, internet connection in the airport, you know? So London was really fun. You know, we did shopping. We went around town. Like, it was really fun with the girls. The um, place we were staying, the house was massive. So we had a lot of space to dance, have dinner. We were mostly Uber eating, but it was dope. And, you know, we were doing our TikToks, like just being girls in general, you know, talking, drinking, you name it. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it was really fun, honestly. Like, I would say this was the trip I really needed. Like, even though we didn't go to a warm place, a warm country, but being here, just being together, uh, you know, keeping each other company was actually all what we needed. You know, it doesn't really matter if we're in another continent or not, honestly. So, yeah, that's that. And um, also, actually, um, spending Christmas, you know, with my family as I'm going to go to... Um, sweden basically um new year's eve is usually when most people celebrate christmas in sweden but being that my parents are both nigerian we do celebrate christmas on the 25th so um normally on the 24th we do go to our swedish family our friends we celebrate with them they cook you know the typical swedish meal you know the the swedish table board <laughs> And um, on the 25th, then we open our present in our own home and we cook like an African dish, cuisine, and we're just enjoying. That's it. And on the 26th is the Boxing Day. So we do go out for shopping and all that. So that's how Christmas runs in our family, in case you're wondering. Before I actually tell you guys the young ghetto story about my date in London, <laughs> I think we need to go on a break and then come back before I spill the tea because... That was interesting. <laughs> so catch you guys right after the break. See ya. I wish you a Merry Christmas. I wish you a Merry Christmas. I wish you a Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. So yeah, um, there's been this guy that, you know, we've been uh, chatting back and forth even whilst I was in um, Poland right before I come to London. But, you know, it was kind of, we, we always chatted and we talked and everything, even on the phone and all that. But we actually never got to see each other in person. And, you know, he would say that he would come see me in Warsaw. And I'll be like, yeah, sure, you can do that. But, you know, he got to the point that he texted me every day. How you doing? How's this? What you up to? And for me, that was a bit kind of like too much. Like, I don't know. I'm Aquarius a bit. Like, I I don't. It's not like you're intruding in my space. But to me, it just felt like we were doing like mini chit chat stuff. Like nothing meaningful. It was just like, oh, hope you woke up well. You know, did you sleep well? Like, what are you eating? Like. This little thing were becoming a bit cliche for me. And I honestly, I do not like cliches. And it, it was just like, yo, like, so I, I was just honest and straight with him. I texted him like, you know, I don't really like chit chat conversation. Like when you're in town, just hit me up, like, let me know and we can link up. We can meet up and see, you know, how the energy is. 
so and he was just like okay not knowing that <laughs> he which i will tell you later what he said so um uh, fast forward to the london trip when i was gonna come and you know i thought I'm, i was going to arrive early at the airport so i figured okay actually you know what let me you know text this acquaintance stranger maybe we can meet in the airport if the energy is good at least i know before my girls arrive and i can always you know tell the girls later that i would like to see him you know one of the nights we are gonna spend in london so but unfortunately he had stuff to do in the morning but he was like okay after my meeting i still want to meet you you know because it was a thursday so people still work and all that so i get that so at first i didn't reply him because i'm just like this like okay i guess i'm not worth meeting but obviously i realized okay it's a thursday even i mean fridays people work too so I can't just tell someone to cut me at the airport at 11 or 10, you know, in the morning. So um, so we started the plan to meet, like, uh, for the evening time. And he came along, you know, um, we went just riding around because, remember, the lockdown kind of <laughs> was already in place in London. So all restaurants were closed so we found a turkish restaurant so we just grabbed a lot of food which i had already eaten though i wasn't in, honestly hungry but i just for the sake of a date i was like let me just order something so i did um and then we ate in this actually we didn't really eat i was not hungry so i took a piece like a taste in the back seat of his car because he had like this huge car it was a ford anyways and um when he came to pick me up <laughs> i'm this kind of person when i go on a date i just keep it this straight but this trick discreet oh my goodness so i keep it discreet but my friends <laughs> being that you know he was a black person which he's nigerian so they were super happy like wow agnes wow black guy you're going on a date with i was like yeah yeah so they were kind of happy but you know they were also like big sisters because remember guys i'm the youngest of them all so they were like we need to see this guy so when the guy came to pick me up they literally opened the door i felt like a kid yo like they were like yeah take care of our you know sis like we're watching you what time are you gonna be home i'm like oh my goodness girls like okay i'll be fine <laughs> so not actually knowing that later on they told me that they went through the window and they you know zoomed into his car and they took a picture of his license plate <laughs> in case anything goes wrong i love my girl so much honestly that is just amazing <laughs> and i honestly do not blame them with whatever is going on in this world so yeah as they should so fast forward to the dating itself and the backseat of the car which is so weird and so strange but it was still nice because i didn't want to go over to his house like no i didn't know him like that so we just talked he told me stories you know he was an interesting person he was very humorous he was jovial as all nigerians are kind of are in general so and he seemed like a good person well established he's a professor he's done this that so he was impressive in a way you know so he drove me back home dropped me you know it was nice and he also wanted to meet again i was like okay i'll see you maybe on a saturday night we're gonna have like a christmas dinner you can just stop by and we all chill but then um but he had a different plan he was like how about friday i take you you know, out of town to Milton Keynes because 
this um city is a small town it's a small town not, not a city but it's a town but it's kind of like a bit like a bougie town like it's classy town it's small but it's also expensive in Milton Keynes and it's just outside of London it's on the outskirts and um, this was the only area that the lockdown hadn't affected and they would be affected as from Saturday so the only day so that's why obviously he recommended he suggested like let's go there because on Friday they're open so he wanted to actually take me out on a proper date like in the restaurant so I was like I'll think about it because you know I have plans with my girlfriends in general so I need to actually see what's gonna happen so on a Saturday I spoke to my girls they were not feeling Milton Keynes they didn't feel like going there you know I was like let's just make like a field trip but now I understood why they didn't want to go they wanted to spend all day shopping <laughs> so later in the evening they kind of like convinced me like you know what if you want to go just go like you go have fun do you like we'll wait for you anyways because we're gonna be all talking partying and drinking so I was like, okay, let me see. So I just spontaneously wrote him, which, you know, he was like, okay, I can, you know, maybe you can meet me because he lives also in another, like on the outskirts of London, basically. So it's like two hours drive away from my side. So I was like, okay, I'll take the Uber to the train station, take the train station to the um, city, and then you pick me up there. And the next day, you drive me home. Like, I don't care if it's two hours back and forth you drive me the next day because I'm actually putting effort into coming to you you know like I wasn't I, I felt like you know I I wasn't that hard on him like you know order an uber from me all the way from my place to your place but I just wanted to show that okay I still put a little effort and the fact that he was spontaneously ready to want to meet me even though he was you know he had schedules he was doing his papers like okay I wanted to just show him that okay I appreciated that so I went, he picked me up, we went to the restaurant, it was fancy, everything was cool, the food was nice. Then he proposed anyways before I left that, you know, let's stay at the hotel because um just because it's really far to drive all the way back home because um we had a reservation at night thirty and we finished dinner around eleven anyways because the restaurant was closed by then. And coming all the way back would be like a one at night. And he would also need to drive all the way back to his place another two hours, which would be like 3 or 4 a.m. So I kind of was trying to be reasonable. So I was like, okay, let's stay at the hotel. So we stay at the Hilton and the next day in the morning, you drive me back home. So yeah, we got back to the hotel. We were drinking wine. We were just talking, chilling, getting to know each other. That's it. Actually, nothing more. Nothing happened. He was super tired. He went straight off to bed. I went to take a shower, all of this. And then I slept just, you know, right next to him. But, you know, everything was platonic. He was, nothing happened, honestly. Then um the next morning, I feel like maybe that's why, you know, something changed in him. Maybe he wanted something to happen, but, you know, nothing happened. So maybe he was disappointed. Like, you know, I spent all of this, you know, I took her out, da, 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 da. Which, honey, that's not impressive to me because I've been on, you know, better dates. I've been on high top standard dates. Not to be very prudent or anything, you know, I don't want to feel like, you know, but still I've been there. But not that, you know, I take it away from him. I appreciate everybody according to themselves in general, but I didn't want him to, you know, he shouldn't feel like, oh, that's the best date or, you know, 
you know, best gesture I've ever been on because he really hasn't been. So, um, so I felt like he was low key just in his feelings. So he told me that, yeah, I think you're going to have to take the train back home because I have headache, you know, from the wine we drank last night and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hmm. I'm like, honestly, though, I really do not want to take the train. And not that I want, I wanted him to drive me all the way back. But at least I thought he would suggest to, you know, at least offer to um pay for the Uber ride. Like, okay, maybe you can take the Uber ride. Then he was like, oh, it's too expensive. I'm like, what do you mean it's too expensive? It's like 95 pounds. Like, it's not that expensive. Like, boy, like, literally, you spent a lot last night on the hotel, the restaurant and all that. And just for the Uber, you know, because I had my suitcase with me. So, honestly, I didn't want to take the, you know, train and then Uber again back home. And he was like, no, I think you should take the train. It's better for you, you know, no traffic, this, that. Oh. And in my mind, I was already pissed. I was silent. Like, when I'm really quiet, silent, it means I'm just pissed. Like, I'm furious. Because at this point, I was like, you did not stick to your words. You said you were going to drive me all the way back home. And that's why I trusted you and said, you know what, I'll come over. If I knew that you weren't going to drive me all the way back, I would not bring my ass over here. Like, boy, I am not that desperate, okay? So, and you know, my girls were like, at least we'll get to see him. And you know, if he's a good person and you like his vibe, who knows, we might invite him over. So that was very disappointing the way he acted and just, you know, was like, take the train. Like, do I look like someone who take the freaking train? Like... So, anywho, uh, I was like, but you're getting the train ticket. So, anyways, he got the ticket, but I paid for my Uber from the train station back home, which is really, really far, like another 40, 50 minutes in London. But um, he was like, yeah, text me when you're home. But honestly, I didn't feel like he deserved my text. Anyways, he didn't text me to even check up on me, which I feel like he gets the memo. He really got the memo that I'm pissed. I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm not in it, like, that's the end of the dating, so, yeah, my girls were like, what, he didn't pay for you, da, da, da. you know, maybe because you didn't give him this, that, I'm like, I honestly don't know, but I honestly do not care, like, that's it for me, because if I could feel this way on a first date, you know, like, of us being together, like, second day, like, imagine being in an actual relationship, or actually, um, making the decision to continue dating like I do not want to feel like this like I should feel like someone that I do not want this I want this for my conveniency and you should be able to make that happen as a man like you should be able to like protect want to just you know do what your woman says or you know your girl says so I wasn't feeling that so I just ended that like that was it so we're not talking as the end of that date but you know halfway through was good but just the next day nah that wasn't it but honestly I also take that as a sign because I know he was a black person my my girls were rooting for me like okay and this is a black person like wow and also he's Nigerian so he's from your you know your country of root root and I was also like looking at it like hmm, maybe if it worked it would be good but at the same time I didn't want to force it too much just because you know everybody around me would be really happy with me dating a black person like I honestly wanted to just be with someone that's easier to like. I do not want to have to force anything. So, yeah, that was that. Anyways, I really hope you guys enjoyed my story, my own ghetto story, what happened in London. 
you know, people always say whatever, you know, happens stays here. But I was like, let me just share with you guys so you all know what's up. And um, let me know on, you know, on Instagram how you guys are going to spend your Christmas. If you're going to make new traditions, if you're going to see your family, if you're spending it alone. Because I know like the lockdown is like... There's really nothing much you can do. So honestly, you need to be around friends and family. Honestly, that's the best advice. Because being alone in these holidays can be depressing. And, you know, don't want you to have to go through that. So spend, you know, the holidays with at least, you know, few people, you know, two, three people, four people, depending on, you know, how big or how small your group is. And just make memories out of, you know, the little things we got, you know, because there's not much we can do, but at least, you know, we can do something at least and have a good, great times with our companies. Thank you guys for listening and staying tuned till now. If you like this episode or you would like me to talk about something else in my next episode or you have questions, comments, anything, just DM me on my Instagram account, Agnesita, A-G-N-E-S-S-I-T-T-A, and I'll get back to you guys. It's your girl Agnes on On Ghetto Stories.